0: On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Today we're talking about seven ways to just get your creative juices going. Now, if you are like me, once in a while I get stuck in a rut or I need a change of scene, to make myself more creative or produce the thing I'm trying to produce. So I thought this would be a fun episode. It's a really quick one. We're going to just quickly go through all seven of these fun ideas to help you get out of the rut you're in, okay? And usually I find when I get in a rut, it's because I've been doing the same thing for way too long. Or, I like my mind is wrapped around, or my emotions are wrapped around something that um, I'm having trouble letting go of. I'm thinking about something so much, and instead of being creative, my mind is all wrapped up in that. So, hopefully, this helps you. If you're in a creative rut or you're kind of stuck, don't be discouraged. It happens to the best of us. And these are a few ways that maybe will help you get out of those ruts. Now, You've heard some of these before, and for some of you, this might be just a good reminder of things that you can do. Okay, so I've got my list here. All right, so the first thing I put down was uh, go somewhere new, and this is one of the reasons I love going on vacation so much because I still, I'm kind of a go-go-go person, if you know me in real life, you know that I'm like that. I like doing something all the time. So I actually like vacations where I am on the go a bit, even a beachy vacation where I'm on the go and I'm experiencing something new. Um, So I like to go to new places if I can, because I get a new perspective, I get new ideas, I see new patterns everywhere. And so it just... Lights my heart on fire every time I travel. And I'm a big proponent of traveling overseas. Um, It helps a little bit that my husband speaks so many languages. But I think when we go overseas, I completely I get everything stripped away from my norm and from my culture. And I get to really see what's going on somewhere else. And I get to see all the beauty there. And it really inspires me. There's never a time I don't go overseas that I haven't thought, oh my gosh, I have a new, in the back of my head, a new fabric line. Oh my gosh, I have in my head a new project that I want to do with my paper cutting machine. Um, And that I usually end up doing. So go someplace new. It will totally help you. Now, that's like kind of a long-term thing. You can, of course, do something new today, like go somewhere you've never been to today, right, if you're having a rough time. But I'm thinking like plan for some bigger, newer, different things um, throughout the year, okay? And that comes with planning, right? Like I try to plan a couple of bigger trips every year to either go with my husband or my family on so that I can experience something new. Now, if you are in a rut today and you need something new today, there are always new places around town that you can go to to go spark that creativity, okay? Number two is a little bit like it, but a little bit different as well. It's called change your environment, okay? So I am, at the time of recording this, coming off of a weekend where I actually checked myself into a hotel to design my fabric line. I have had on my list to do's every single week since january to design my new fabric line and it just hasn't happened and it's july and it hasn't happened yet so this happened with like getting my our passports for our kids as well like i had it in october and it just moved on my calendar every single week until it was like April. And I was like, Oh my gosh, if I don't get this done, it's not going to happen in time. And so for me, that is my fabric line. There's no deadline for getting a fabric line in unless I self impose it. And my most recent fabric line came out in March and I don't have a fabric line in the work in the works. Now I did sit down before I changed my environment I chose a name for the line. I knew what the look was. I actually had a pretty good idea about what the colors were gonna be. So I had I had some things in place. So when I went to work and I changed my environment, I was able to, I laid out my desk where I needed to, the TV, the bed, like I, I moved things around. And sat down and I got right to work and it was really easy to get going because I changed my environment and I didn't have kids bothering me, kids, me running off to swim practice with everybody, um, people walking into my office, which is open to my kitchen currently, and people can just walk in and say hello to me. It is so disruptive and my, it's like my family members haven't figured it out that when I'm in flow state and I am like busy designing, when I get even a, Hey, are you doing okay? Hey, can I bring you a drink? Like even helpful things. I'm like, it totally like throws me off. If that is you, I bet you're saying amen to that right now. So, um, just changing my environment makes a huge, huge deal. I actually, I worked like so I started at four I took a break um, I worked until about um, midnight woke up the next morning at seven worked until one and I will say when I was done which I had only finished only I'd only finished two uh, main prints I was exhausted (laughs) because I worked so hard and I worked so clearly on what I was doing but it made a huge difference like I made a real like a real piece of progress into that fabric line and now when I go back to work on it which I'm going to take a break from it and work on it this coming weekend it's going to be so much easier because I know exactly what needs to happen and I'm going to do it at home I'm not going to go change my environment again. Number three is stop whatever you're doing. Sometimes I will be working on something and working on something and working on something. I actually did this with my haunted mansion. Some of you have noticed on Instagram, I said, I'm working on my haunted mansion again. I actually started that last Halloween and I started it and like I kept hitting a wall with it. So I stopped it and I haven't touched it since, and that's just because it was seasonal. And now I am back at it, and I feel really great about it. And I know it'll only take me a couple more days to get that thing finished out. It'll be one of my ultimate projects. But sometimes you just have to stop the project and move on. I hate that, but it is what it is, right? Like something that really takes and is sucking from you, and you can't get it to go exactly the way you want it to, sometimes the best course of action is simply to leave it alone for a bit. And sometimes I'll leave things alone for a few hours, sometimes a few days, and sometimes a whole year. And it just depends on what the project is and how important it is, right? Okay. Um, Number four is uh, kind of funny. It's take a shower um, or get in the hot tub or take a bath. Um, you always hear the stories of people talking about how they got their best idea in the shower. I totally believe that. I think showers are an amazing way to be thinking about the thing that you're doing while, like, I don't know, succumbing to all the warm water. I don't know what it is, but I get my best ideas in the shower as well. And even this weekend when I went to go work on the fabric line, around so I got up at seven and I worked for two hours and at nine o'clock I stopped everything I was doing and I took a shower I had drawn what I thought was gonna be my main floral and I just didn't like it it wasn't good enough it didn't it didn't fit exactly right I don't I didn't know what it was I was like it is time for a break so I took a break I got in the shower for 10 minutes And I felt ready and refreshed to start again. And I started a whole nother flower and ended up liking it a little better. It's still not quite right, but sometimes you just need to stop what you're doing, take a shower, and come back to it. So my next one on my list is number five, take a nap. Now, this is a kind of a funny one, but... I think creatives, we drain ourselves. We're really good at draining ourselves and then not putting back in again. And when I say take a nap, I don't mean take a two-hour nap. I mean take a 15 to 20-minute nap. Sometimes um, the things that we are bothered by or struggling with, these things like need a second to process in our brains. They just do. And um, I can't remember if the episode... that came before this, if it's um, one of my book episodes, but one of the books I mentioned is Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. And he talks about how we still don't totally know what's going on in the brain while we sleep, but whatever it is, it helps us process things. And sometimes you'll notice, he's like, very often, you know, someone will go to sleep and wake up the next morning and they'll have the answer figured out. And that's why I believe in taking naps. I especially will take a nap um, during my lowest period of the day, which tends to be between three and five for me, that's my low point in the day. If I need to take a fifteen-minute nap, you bet you better believe I take one, because usually I will come back and jump back super refreshed. It's not a two-hour nap. I do not do that because if you do that, I mean, I have done that, but for creativity reasons, it leaves you really groggy. It's hard to fall asleep that night. Whereas a 15-minute nap will just rejuvenate you enough that your body feels rested and it's ready to move on to whatever the next task is. Okay? Um, Number six is kind of a funny one. For all you doodlers out there, this is forced doodling. Now, if you get stuck on a project... Sometimes I will just take a piece of paper, move away from my desk, like go find a couch, go into my bed, wherever that's really comfortable, and I will start doodling. And I am not allowed to doodle specific things. I just doodle for like five to ten minutes. And what it does, it just resets me. It kind of gets, it's like thumbnails. I'm always telling my design suite members, like the more thumbnails you make, the better your end project will be. It's like it gets all of the stuff and all the junk out of you so that you can move on and produce your best work. So I liked forced doodling once in a while. All right, my last one is very specific. And I think it's very specific cuz it's for designers specifically, but if you're a crafter or you're someone who's got writing block, I think number 7 will always get you back where you need to go, and that is go to a museum. There is nothing more amazing than being surrounded by art and by creativity all around you. It it like to me it totally sparks wanting to produce something myself. Um, I think people who are probably listening to this, you guys are probably producers, right? You're not just consumers, but when we start consuming things that really touch us and is amazing and we can see all the details of, I think it sparks creativity like nothing else, okay? I hope you enjoyed this. I hope that your creativity is sparked and if today you need to go to a museum, take a shower, take a nap, maybe your kids are like, mom, what are you doing? You're going to be like, I need to spark my creativity. I need a nap. (laughs) You can say that I gave you permission to do that. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining. The other thing I was going to tell you is that I have appreciated, I can't tell you how much, so many of you have left me reviews. It is the lifeline of podcasts. is something I've just been learning about and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So if you wanna drop down in, whether you're on iTunes, Google, um, or listening on Stitcher or whatever, would you mind leaving me a review? Because it makes a big difference to this podcast and to me, it makes it so that I can do this for free and I just appreciate it so much. Thanks guys.